Welcome back, everyone. My name is Keller. And my name is Becky. You're listening to Tune Into Nature. In honor of Valentine's Day, today's episode, we are going to focus on why students love natural resources. We're going to hear from four students of different majors share their relationship with nature. The first one up is Quinn. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. My name is Quinn, and I'm originally from Hawaii. I just graduated with my degree in natural resource management back in December. So Valentine's Day for me is all about expressing love for the people in my life, whether that be my partner or my roommates. It gives me a second to step back and realize how much I love these people and how much they also love me. It's all about shouting this love from a rooftop, perhaps. But the reason why I love nature is a little bit different from that. I love it for its silence. When all I can hear is a stream, the crackling of a campfire, or my friend's sleeping bags rustling in our tent, this is when I'm the most happy. But this silence can have its drawbacks. I've been snuck up on by a slew of creatures. I've unzipped my tent to come face to face with a bison, made direct eye contact with a mother moose and her calf while doing my business in nature. By far, one of the most unwelcome intrusions I have ever experienced. And most recently, I was stalked by a coyote while measuring willows in Rocky Mountain National Park. So this Valentine's Day, maybe silence isn't the best option. Tell your partner that you love them and don't forget about your friends and family too. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, Quinn, that was so sweet. <laughs> no, I love everything about that. <laughs> yeah, her stories are crazy. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine some of those experiences she had opening her tent, seeing a bison. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. That's crazy. I just thought that she had some really good points too about um, the silence of nature. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. I thought it was cool how she drew on the drawbacks of being snuck up on, but also how it's important for reflection on the people and things in your life. Yeah, for sure. And how you shouldn't be silent about your love for nature and the people in your life. (laughs) Absolutely. I especially liked when she said, scream it from the rooftop. And I think we should take on this mentality when, when it comes to advocating for natural resources. Oh yeah, for sure. Don't be silent when it comes to mother nature. (laughs) And kind of along those lines, I think we should talk about how we can use privilege and education that we have as college students and natural resource majors to use our voices to educate others on these issues. For sure. And this can be applied to things even greater than natural resources. Like there's a lot of issues going on in the world and um, we should definitely use our privilege as college educated people to speak about these issues and including, of course, natural resources. (laughs) Yeah. And bringing in those new perspectives and voices as well from the people we love and people we still haven't met yet even. I think that's super important. Next up, we have one of my close friends, Micah, who's an environmental engineering major. Hi, my name is Micah Saavedra. I am a second year studying environmental engineering. And about four years ago, I was living in Lima, Peru. And while there, I got the amazing opportunity to go visit Machu Picchu, which is in Cusco. One of my favorite memories from that trip is waking up at 5 a.m. in the morning, even though my body kept asking me to go back to bed. But I got to see the sunrise behind the Andes, and it was breathtaking. It was a feeling of being able to see dark come to light, being able to hear all the native birds sing to me, and feeling the wind breeze by, and having me shiver a little bit but then you would just feel the sun radiate its warmth towards you and you would no longer feel cold or have those shivers as I said before and since then I have fallen in love with sunrises. 
is. And up till this day, it's still a struggle for me to wake up early. But then I tell myself, this is the way I want to start my day. Oh, I can attest that it's so a struggle for both of us to get up early sometimes. <laughs> That's one thing that I always say. Like, I'm just thinking about like getting up early on the skin track to go skiing. We always say the hardest part is getting out of bed um, before the sun rises because it's just so hard. It really <laughs> it's is. Well worth it, like she said. <laughs> you need those people to hold you accountable to be like, okay, it, this is what we're going to do and it's going to be great. So get up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so glad, Kelly, that you were able to bring in your friend who's an environmental engineer which kind of brings a different perspective on natural resource management. Yeah, I think it's such an interesting major that doesn't really get enough attention, I don't think. Because when you think about it, the people who are out there bringing clean water to disadvantaged communities in other parts of the world and um, even in the United States, like those are the environmental engineers who are making those devices and stuff. And it totally totally is a part of natural resource management, but it's not in the College of Natural Resources. So people might not really think about it and its impact that it has. Yeah, for sure. That's a great point. (laughs) So like I mentioned, Mike is one of my good friends and I think it's really awesome background from coming from Peru. In fact, I tell her all the time that one of these days... I'm going to go th- go with her back home to Peru. And she says, we're going to hike Machu Picchu together again or swim with the seals they have there in Peru. So I'm, I'm really holding her to that. Oh, I love that. That would be so amazing. It's so awesome to see different perspectives, especially globally instead of just nationally. Um, I think it really brings a bigger perspective in natural resources. Yeah, totally. And I think just having our education being in Colorado. It's easy to see, you know, Rocky Mountain National Park, it's right in our backyard and really focus on the issues that are around us in the same state or in the United States. There's still so many places out there in the world and different perspectives and animals that we have never even seen yet because, you know, they're not native to the United States. Like Micah mentioned, waking up and hearing the native birds singing in her ear I think that's a really special thing to embrace that there's species that we don't even know exist on the planet because there's so much to explore. I keep learning in my classes that like there's so many species that we don't know and like that aren't discovered yet and yet they're all going extinct. Then we can actually identify them, which is super sad. Yeah, something I've thought was interesting since I was a little girl was thinking, um, especially when I was really interested in marine biology and I was like, I'm going to work with sea turtles. (laughs) It's still a really awesome thing that I'm considering. But Anyways, when I was really interested in marine biology, I'd think about all those critters down at the bottom of the ocean that you'd see pictures of on the news. Really wacky looking things. And you're like, how is that even an animal? (laughs) And then it just makes you think what else is down there because it's so unexplored. And even terrestrial, there's still definitely a component of that unknown that is super interesting. Our next student that we interviewed, her name is Isabella, and she's an exchange student in geology. And she's also actually a fellow Warner ambassador, as well as Kelly and I. So she's a good friend of ours. What I love about nature is that it gives me some space to breathe. It makes me feel calm when I need it, when I feel that there are many things going on in my life and I just need a space for myself. I feel like I can always go to a a park or 
to somewhere where I can see nature and it will always bring bring me that calm that I needed. Um, also, it brings me inspiration. I personally like to paint and I, I enjoy a lot painting landscapes because it always, the colors that I can find in nature, it always brings different feelings or make me feel differently depending on what I see and the way that I paint it it can make others feel in the same way or at least I can try to make them feel in the way that I felt when I saw it so yeah that's what I love about nature I kind of feel like they should be a fellow podcast host with us because their voice was so soothing during that I really appreciated what she was saying about how nature allowed her, how allows her to breathe and feel calm, which is especially important during these times that we're going through right now. Oh, for sure. I don't know what I'd do if I wasn't living in a place like Colorado where being outside and recreating outside during COVID was an option because I think I'd go insane without the ability to kind of take a deep breath in nature. And it's a real big privilege living out here (laughs) and having that opportunity. Totally. And even if you don't get out to recreate all that often, because some things like getting out to ski, that is kind of a hassle sometimes that you don't get to do all that often. But even just walking out your front door or walking down the street and seeing the mountains in the background is always so soothing to me when I'm walking to class. And, you know, it just kind of puts things at ease having those mountains right there and Horsetooth Rock and seeing the A on the hillside and all that. For sure. And not to mention all the natural areas that there are around here. There's so many cool little places. There really are. And there's so many that I still have yet to explore. She brought up another point of, um, like why nature is so important to humans as a whole is that it's really for generations and gen- probably since the beginning of humankind, it's influenced us in our art. And um, I don't think that's talked about very much. It really isn't. Like I, I also kind of resonate with this because I like doing art stuff for a hobby and painting landscapes is one of the things I really enjoy too when I have the time. And just what she brought up about allowing nature to let you feel things and share that with others is really important. And especially as an advocacy tool and in storytelling, that's something that people don't really think about. It's all about feelings that your cause makes you feel and sharing that with others to get them, you know, to rally rally behind you and support these things that you care about. Yeah. For sure. I think you hit the nail on the head that I agree. <laughs> and I think we see a lot of art about natural resources, especially in Colorado. Like if you go to Old Town here in Fort Collins, there's so many different galleries and stuff. And most of them are pictures of wildlife or, um, you know, horse tooth or the mountains. And it's all about sharing that beauty of the planet with others. And that's part of the reason people come to Colorado and, you know, other places like it. Yeah, it's I feel like nature is one thing that everyone can come together and appreciate globally, which is crazy to think about that. That's kind of the one thing that unites us all and we can all relate to an experience in nature. Kind of like the global love language. Oh, (laughs) yeah, it is. You're so right. The global love language. It's something that, you know, everyone has different variations of in their culture, but, you know, everyone also understands even if there's different mediums being used or, you know, anything like that. 
Last but not least, we have Logan, a fish wildlife and conservation biology major with a concentration in fisheries biology, and he's also a fellow ambassador. Nature is one of the best lovers that you could probably ever have. It is always there for you. It's never going to leave you, no matter what you do. It's always listening to you, not blabbing your ear off, telling you about something you don't want to hear. However, if you do choose to listen to it, it can give you a lot of wisdom. Not only does nature provide shelter and food and water, but also lots of joy. All it asks is that you give it a little respect. If you respect it, nature will respect you. And it doesn't ask for much, just that you clean up after yourself a little bit and don't make a mess everywhere. And this is really just so that everyone can see the true beauty of nature. And Nature can put on many different outfits, whether it's desert towers, sandy beaches, lush rainforests, or snow-capped 14ers. It has something for everyone. My personal favorite is snow-covered trees. You know, subalpine pine forests after a fresh snowfall, whether skiing around or just hiking through, that's really my happy place. So with all that being said, really only one question remains. How can you not be in love with nature? Good question, Logan. How could you not be in love with nature? <laughs> I absolutely loved his recording. It really it like made me chuckle, but also made me, you know, reflect and be like, he's so right. Yeah. I'm <laughs> really spot on. One of my favorite points that you brought up is that all that nature wants is respect because that is something we have failed <laughs> is respecting nature. Absolutely. I think we totally failed most of us. Just like the history of looking back and seeing this conquering mentality of cutting down all the trees for limber, channelizing rivers for water transport and unintentionally creating these really dry environments that are more likely to catch on fire. And the list goes on and on. I think it's really important moving forward, especially with climate change and the loss of biodiversity, just thinking about respect rather than conquering and just trying to find that balance. For sure. I think even just in smaller actions, like I'll go out and, you know, climb a 14er with someone and they'll get to the top and be like, we conquered this mountain, like, la, da, 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 da. And for me, I don't know. It's just like, no, we didn't conquer anything. Like nature allowed us to get to the top of the mountain. Like it was a beautiful day and we were part of it. You know, like we didn't conquer anything. We just were part of it and climbed to the top of this mountain. We didn't do anything. I, like, You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Just a I weird mentality I feel like people get into. Yeah. With using nature for materials, like you were saying earlier, but then also just like recreating. It's a weird mentality. Yeah, I never really thought about that. Like, you know, after doing a really hard hike or doing a really like skiing a really hard slope or something like that, you might, it's easy to think like, oh yeah, I conquered this, but it's important to, I think, remember, you know, this was here long before I was and it's not really my duty to conquer it. It's my duty to recognize how lucky I was to be there and do that and then therefore protect it. It's kind of hard to think about, but it makes sense too. I think that's an really yeah. important point you brought up. And another thing I love that he brought up was how nature's the best lover you can have and how there's all these different outfits and <laughs> <laughs> meaning that there are so many places to explore that we might not realize. And that kind of ties back into your environmental engineering friend where she, you know, was from Peru and has been to all these places that like I've never been to and I've never, you know, and it's good to recognize that there's 
so many different outfits, like Logan said. <laughs> With exploring those different outfits also comes being conscious consumers and being clean and respecting the spaces that you're in because they're likely not places that you're native to. And so making sure the places you step into were, you know, just as clean, if not cleaner than they were before it. Ah, definitely. Yeah. Leave no trace, all of that. But I think you also brought up a really good point about, you know, if you go to a place in nature and you don't respect it, you're not only like being a terrible person and it's like trail ethic, like etiquette, but you're also kind of disrespecting the native cultures there too. Yeah, something that comes to mind with these conversations are indigenous lands in the United States that often aren't really brought into conversations about natural resources. And I think we're finally starting to see a shift towards more respect towards that. But there's definitely a long way to go. And I think that's a a big thing people need to recognize when they're in all these lands is that it likely belonged to indigenous people first. Yeah, you're totally right. I would love to see indigenous people have more of a voice in natural resources in the future. Cause I think that their perspective is very important. Absolutely. I also thought it was funny that Logan said uh, nature allows you to reflect and decompress by it, not babbling in your ear. And that kind of reminded me of Quinn's silence, what she said about silence and tennis that nature can bring you. Yeah, for sure. I honestly, I relate to that so much because as you know, I'm from a tiny little town in Wyoming and um, being in a city like Fort Collins kind of stresses me out. So every time I like go out into nature and there's wide open spaces, no people, I feel like I can finally just breathe and there's not all that external noise going on and overstimulates you. (laughs) It's just silent and Nice. (laughs) I feel that. Yeah, I'm definitely someone who likes to have their alone time and just kind of decompress from social situations. I'm more of an introvert when it comes down to it. And so perfect world. I would love in the future just to live in a cabin on a stream, (laughs) you know, kind of close to a city, 30, 20 minutes that I could be somewhere and socialize. But then at the end of the day, come home to somewhere where there's stars and you can see stars and just listen to, you know, the running water. I think that would be so peaceful and Getting to enjoy that silence and not have anyone blabbling in your ear. (laughs) It's always nice. (laughs) Yes, no blabbing in your ear. Goodness. (laughs) But yes, I love that for you. Please make that happen in your future. That would be amazing. Also, along with all that Logan said, I couldn't help but think of the natural resource tourism major with his outfits comment, because this major really teaches you how to be stewards of the places you travel and share that love with others. Yeah, for sure. And you could also kind of use it as a way to be mentors for others that don't know, you know, leave no trace or like trail etiquette and stuff like that and teach people kind of the correct way (laughs) um, to go about things. Cause I think that a lot of the issues with not respecting nature, at least from the recreational side is from a lack of knowledge and um, majors like natural resource tourism are really awesome in combating that. Yeah. And I think with the increasing awareness of environmental issues, people are kind of adopting this idea of ecotourism, being stewards of the places that are visiting. And natural resource tourism really is the major to go to if you want to be that person to travel or um, work at a ski resort or something like that. And 
be that mentor, like Becky, you mentioned taking on that mentorship role and showing people how to protect these places so that we can continue visiting them around the world. Sure. Very important stuff. Well, that's all we have for this episode of Tune Into Nature. Tune in next time to follow up about the results of the Colorado Wolf Reintroduction Ballot Initiative and what we should expect to see in the coming years with a Human Dimensions of Natural Resources student and a faculty member who is an expert on the wolf reintroduction. Happy Valentine's Day. Love to yourself, the people around you, and of course, natural resources. And we'll see you next time on Tune Into Nature.